This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 217 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Horse Quencher and Kentucky Performance Products. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show with Glenn back as our producer. Hey guys, I missed you. I actually listened to the Dressage Show last week voluntarily. Oh, I missed you <laughs> too. Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. I I don't know what that means. Am I going to lose my horse husband credentials now? Are they going to take my card away? <laughs> Well, I'm just that, so you got a proud. Horse, right? That's a little bit in the news, isn't it? Yeah, I got a new pony. I rescued yeah. a hackney pony, and uh, uh, he was in pretty bad shape. We weren't sure he was going to make it home on the trailer. Uh, I've been pretty Aww. much starved. Mm. And uh, Reese saw the pictures. He's a, he yeah. was a sad case. But it's been almost two weeks now, and he's coming along nicely. And uh, we took him out and ground drove him a little bit, not to wear him out, because he's not much to him. But uh, it seems like he's driven before, so hopefully I'll have him in a cart and a harness here in the next couple of months and uh, have a fun little driving pony. I love hackneys. I've had a hackneys before. This one's a lot milder than my last one. Jennifer wouldn't even go in the cart with me. Well, then how can, <laughs> how can you be a horse husband if you have a horse? I don't understand. Well, that, it's interesting because one of our listeners uh, brought that up and said, you know, you're a horse owner now. And I said, yeah, but every yeah. time I have a question or something goes wrong, I go running to Jennifer. That still <laughs> makes me a horse husband. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's you're great. I'm, I'm sticking to that. Yeah, not <laughs> out on your own. Well, that is exciting, though. And it's you fun. know, there's there's a lot of satisfaction when you rescue a horse. I, I true uh, rescued one uh, pretty recently, and it is very nice to you know to rescue one, and, and it gives you a nice feeling of satisfaction. And as they uh, you know get fatter and fitter, and you wait, I bet you his spice comes back. Well, That's it my- is a little bit, you know, his his attitude, his little hackney attitude is starting to show now, and he's starting to show personality <laughs> now that he's got food in his system. But, you know, when we rescued him, we we talked to each other about when we were driving up to pick him up, and we said, look, you know, we're we're prepared that he could die in the next couple of days. Yeah. He was that far along, and he would have if we had left him there. But, uh, uh, you know, he is coming along. Now, we haven't started the worming process yet, so we yeah, have a very yeah. strict, we got the vet's guidelines for that, so... Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll, we're uh, hoping yeah. to get to that. We'll look for an update. Yeah, yeah. every three weeks maybe we have an update. Yeah. So his name's PT right now because um, his name was Origami, and I can't even spell that. So um, (laughs) his name's PT, which stands for Poor Thing, because anybody that sees him goes, oh, Poor Thing. So his name's PT. Oh, I thought it was PT Cruiser. That's that's, what I thought. Well, we figured after he's in a cart and he's actually going, then Jennifer said you can call him PT Cruiser. So the name works both ways. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, we have more exciting news, too, I'd like to get to if I could right away in the show. And yeah. that is that the the applications for iPhone and Android for the Horse Radio, all the Horse Radio Network shows, including the Dressage Show, are ready to go and are up in the App Store. So you can download them now. I spent a couple of minutes with the developer of the application, and his name is Nick from Equisketch.com. And Nick is going to uh, tell us all about it. And if you don't mind, we'll take a few minutes to learn all about the apps you can download and how easy it is going to be to listen to the shows. (music) 
Hi everyone, Glenn the Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we have an exciting announcement for all of you today. Listening to our shows has just gotten easier with the release of our new Horse Radio Network app for iOS and Android. Just search for the Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. I had a chance to chat with the developer about it. This is Nick from Equisketch.com. Well, hey, Nick, and welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Nick, I want to thank you, number one. You are the one that built our terrific new iPhone and Android application for the Horse Radio Network. You did a terrific job. Thank you very much. It was it was a blast working on the app and learning how your shows work and, you know, understanding the horse community. I think it's a perfect fit for what we do. And, you know, you did a great job of making it very simple. One of the goals we had with that application was for our listeners to be able to just open it up, pick their show, pick the episode, and hit play. And and it does that. It, there's no garbage. There's no crap in there. It is just that simple. Yeah, and that's always one of my intent with all of my apps is just to make them as simple as possible. You know, I know horse people, they want their apps to just be there for them and their horses and not let the technology get in the way. Well, you did a great job with that, and you also do a great job with with your apps that uh, you have built. One of them we're going to talk about here today, and that's Equisketch Records. Um, tell us about Equisketch Records and what it is and what it does for 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 horse people and for our listeners too. So, Records is a records management app for horses. Uh, it goes much beyond horses. You can do your shows, you can do your training, your riders, but really, what it was meant for is. My wife had a horse and she said, I need somewhere to keep all my records. This paper log I have is heavy and cumbersome to carry around. So we sat down, we talked about it quite a bit, talked to some vets, some trainers, and basically evolved the app over time to what it is today. So you can enter all your information in there, keep track of as many horses as you have. I have users recording 50 plus horses. I have users recording one horse. Um, Every time you put a record in, it has it generates reminders for you. So next time your farriers do, you can set it per horse. It's in six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, and it automatically generates that next reminder for you. A lot of features in there really just meant to put everything you used to keep track of in paper form on your phone. And I like it too because it sends you a little pop-up window that tells you when you know the day the farriers do, or uh, your worming is coming up, or your medications, any of those things, the dental. Coggins tests are in there, uh, you know, just has everything. And I like also that you can keep your show results and manage your shows. So there's, there's things in there for the rider, not just the horse. Yeah, definitely. When we looked at what, what is your equestrian life manager, right? it's, it's more than just the horse and it's, you know, when is this next shots due? It's also the stuff you do on a horse. And a lot of people have, uh, train students and it's really good in there to have your riders in there so you can put lesson notes you can put training records you can put um, any other notes you have for your riders also and that's unlimited too that's unlimited as well very good. Well, and I know uh, there are several of these kinds of apps out there now, but uh, I, you know, and I've played with all of them. I'm a geek, so I play with these things. <laughs> and this is by far the most simple and intuitive one. And you know, we one of the things we're all busy, and we don't want to fight with our applications. We just don't have the time, and we won't take the time to do that. So I really like your design style. That's why we had you do the Horse Radio Network app because we do like it to be simple and easy yet effective. And you know you were and and there are I'm not the only one saying that Horse and Hound gave you the best equestrian app in 2012. Horse Nation voted you the top ten uh, great horse apps. Uh, horse Illustrated magazine as well. So you you know you really have gotten some some people's attention out there. 
Yeah, definitely. When we first started it, it, it was a pretty empty field. Um, since then, there's definitely been a lot of, of newcomers. And, you know, one of the things that I strive for is to be here for the long term. I'm not a free app. And the reason for that is I plan to be here for a while. I want to be able to support my customers. I want to add new features. I'm not trying to sell you some other product, right? So, so the app is there purely for you to manage your horses. I do respond frequently to customer requests. I have a, a backlog of features users want. Some of them will get in the app in the next version. Some of them might be a few versions away. But, you know, I'm definitely very, very excited about this app. We just released version two a few months ago, a major upgrade to it from, from what we had for the first two years, and definitely something I'm in for the long term. And there's no ads. I really like that about this uh, app too. You know, you do, it costs you. It'll cost you two cups of Starbucks coffee. I mean, that's it. And you're going to have this thing forever. There's no annual fees. It's ju- you're just going to have it to use for all of your horses from now on. Exactly, and it's it's meant to be long term, right? It's you have your records there. You want your records to live in there. So I don't keep track of any of the data. It's all up to you. I have methods for you to back up your data uh, multiple ways. You can export the records, and then. Also, it's it's easy to use. Most people use it for less than a minute at a time. They jump in, put a record in, and jump out. It, it's really meant to be there, not as a game you play for two days and you're done. Not as a you know another app you you spend a weekend and then it, and then it gets slowed down. It's really meant to be there too. I need to check something, get in, get out, and use it for the next three four years. Very good. And of course, it's available on the iPhone, the iPad, and the iPod Touch. I keep bugging him, everybody, all you Android people out there. I am bugging him about that, too. Um, so uh, hopefully someday we'll see, we'll see that as well. Well, thank you so much, Nick, again, for doing the Horse Radio Network app. You can just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store on iPhone or Android. And for EquiSketch Records, just go to the App Store, the Apple App Store, and search EquiSketch, and that's E-Q-U-I-S. K-E-T-C-H. Just search for EquiSketch Records. It pops right up there to the top, and you can download it, as I said, for the price of two cups of coffee. And you also uh, have have several other apps, and where can we find those? Uh, those are at EquiSketch.com or on the App Store as well. And those are all horse-related as well, so you can check those out. And one pet one, too, that uh, I downloaded and I'm using for our dog and our cat. So uh, you can find all of those at EquiSketch.com. Thanks to Nick for all of his hard work. Again, for putting our app together, you can find it in the App Store at the iOS Store. You need iOS version 6 or later for this particular app. Or in the Android Store, you can find it over there as well. Just search for Horse Radio Network. It's free and it's easy to use. If you have any problems with it, just let me know. Either drop me an email or post on Facebook, and we'll help you out if we can. That's iOS. That's iPhone, iPod. On an iPad, you have to go to the tab for the iPhone. There's not a separate iPad app, you have to go to the tab for the iPhone. So just look for that. When you find an episode you want to listen to, you have two options. You can either stream it, which means that it's just going to play right off of our servers, right onto your phone. You have to have a either a Wi-Fi connection or you have to be connected to your 3G for that to work. Or you can download it and listen to it later, like on an airplane or in a place where you don't have a cell phone signal. Uh, I think most people will be just downloading the shows and listening to them that way. So you have those two options when you get to a show. Pick which one you want to do, hit the play button, and go to town. Thank you so much. Saddle up and take a listen, everybody. Nick's a good guy, and the EquiSketch app, if you go to EquiSketch.com, he also has one for dressage with all the tests on it. 
So, oh, yeah, he has a dressage app on there that we'll talk about in coming weeks, but uh, it's something that you definitely should take a look at. Go to equasketch.com and take a look at it. He's a neat guy. Makes His, his geekiness makes me look like I'm not even a geek at all. <laughs> not, even, not, not even in the realm. Right? And he's Love a horse it. husband, you know, so uh, he, he, uh, he relates, and that's the reason he started all these apps, as he said. So we're very excited about the Horse Radio Network app. Go to the App Store. Download it today. It'll make your listening to our show so much easier. One clarification, and Philip had this. You downloaded it, right? Yeah, I, right before we started the show this week, I, I downloaded it and I tried it out. It worked perfect, but there's there's just yeah, there's one thing I guess you can talk about. Yeah, there there, and we're going to change those little icons to make them easier to understand. The, when you go to listen to an episode, there's two buttons. There's a little cloud with a down arrow, and then there's another button that looks like a sound button, and the cloud with a down arrow is how you you can download the show to your phone and then listen anytime. Or you can stream it through through the if you have a good connection, your your three G connection, or your you have a Wi Fi connection, you can stream the show. So you can do it either way. We recommend you just download it and then listen to it at any time, and then delete yeah. them as you're done. So yeah. both I tried yeah. both; they both worked perfect for me. But I was on I was on Wi Fi here in the house. So yep. Um, but it was really simple, really simple. So well, that's great. the thing. We wanted to just be no garbage, no ads. It's just simple, easy way to listen to the shows. So there you go. Perfect. I think well, this means I've got to upgrade my week. phone. This means you no, have to just, throw the Blackberry away and get with the 20th oh, century. I have to get a new phone. This is going to make me do it, I think. <laughs> you know, Blackberry has a new phone. Yeah, I know, Philip told me about phone. it. Yeah. But I can't get the app on it yet. No, so. right, you, you can't get a lot of apps on it, actually. Right yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll show it to you. I'll show you to you when you come down here, Reese. You can look at all my wonderful apps on my Oh, Android. and I can listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big dork, everyone, when it comes to, to uh, uh, also to technology. I am not a techie girl. So, uh, But we really have a great show today. Um, it was really a big week here in Lexington last week. And um, I think we're all starting to recover, along with uh, Young Riders and the Road to the Podium uh, lecture that happened at USCF. There were lots of things that were going on. And, of course, it was... 1000 degrees it was so hot last it's it's or much cooler that, right? it's well it was 100 degrees that when uh when the, when the kids did their uh, team tests on wednesday so it really was hot and of course now it's much cooler we had a cool friend come through so uh, we're all recovering uh from naYRC but um i i'm really excited we're gonna have debbie mcdonald on and, and really she doesn't need an introduction but she is the u.s developing coach and she's gonna come on and tell us about what happened at that meeting uh, at USEF, and she's wonderful. And then we're going to hear from Aiden Ullers, who is great. She is the double gold medalist, and uh, she was the only rider to win juniors and then come back the next year and win young riders. So she's going to be on the show as well. So uh, lots of fun things that we're going to talk about today. Well, do you want to just give the give our listeners the results from the Young Riders Championships, and then we can get right into our interviews. That sounds great. So the first day of competition at the NAYRC, sponsored by Gotham North, um, it features up-and-coming talent of the sport of dressage, and there were medals in junior and young rider divisions, uh, and they were sponsored by USDF and Platinum Performance. And Region 7 uh, won the young rider division with the gold medal, Region 6 won the silver, and Region 5 received the bronze medal. And team from Canada, Philip, Quebec, the took Quebec home the team. Yes. gold medal again. 
junior gold medal. Ooh, I guess. (laughs) Ooh, and then the Region 7 won a silver medal, and the bronze medal went to Region 3. So, Philip, when it it came to the gold medals, Aiden Ullers, who you'll hear from in a little while, she won both the individual and um, the freestyle gold medal. And the junior division went to Lindsay Haller, riding first and feared in first. And then Saturday afternoon, the freestyle individual medals went to Aiden. And then the second gold of the week um, went to Lawrence Blass, um, who was, is, is that a Canadian rider? Yeah, Philip? Lawrence Blass, a, a French rider. And she That's won the true. gold medal in the junior division freestyle. So that was exciting. You know, our Canadians continue to to do well, and uh, we're very proud of them. So um, wonderful week for all the juniors and the young riders. Absolutely. And you'll hear a little bit later when Debbie McDonald, you can get some more information about the road to the podium, which we'll talk about here in a little while, um, on the USCF website. And I just wanted to make sure that all our listeners knew that. On the USCF website, uh, Robert Dover gives a presentation, and uh, you can spend an hour and you can listen um, and, and, and watch it. And it's, it's a good, good thing to spend some time and, and see what the plan is for the U.S. And we'll even share it with you, uh, Philip, and the Canadians. Oh, okay. You, you'll tell us what your plan is. We got our own plan. We're cooking. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, after this um, commercial break from Horse Quencher, we will hear from Debbie McDonald, the U.S. developing team coach. Hey, I'm doing the I'm doing the Horse Quencher break today. Let me tell you, this stuff is really, really good, and it's not electrolytes in the sense that you would that you're used to. Horse quencher is a mix of all natural ingredients and flavorings that, when you add it to water, makes the horses want to drink. And we have my little, little, little rescue hackney pony. And one of the things we worry about, you know, when you bring a pony or a horse home that's in that shape, is that they're dehydrated. Well. We gave him a bucket of this, and he loves this stuff. Matter of fact, uh, today he was a little dehydrated because it's been hot here. So we gave him a bucket, and he played with it and drank it. Uh, really, just about three gallons of it. He drank it down. It took him about 15 minutes, but he got it all down. And he licked the bottom of the bowl. This is what this stuff does. Most of the, a lot of the professional riders now uh, travel with horse quencher because when you're traveling, you really worry about your horse drinking enough. And a lot of horses don't when they travel. Well, this has a 99% uh, effectiveness rate. The 99% of the horses like it. And when you travel with it, you just give them a bucket of this and they drink it up. It's like putting this grain in their water and it has some flavorings in it and things like that. But it really does, uh, it really does work. And the horses absolutely love this stuff. Everybody should travel with horse quencher when they're traveling, and you should have a bag of horse quencher at home for those times when your horse becomes dehydrated for whatever reason or it's really hot. You should give horse quencher a try. And you can find all the details at horsequencher.com. You can find it at almost any tax shop or feed store. Try it. You'll, your horses will like it, and you'll be more comfortable about them getting enough to drink. Well, it truly is my honor to have Debbie McDonald, the U.S. Developing Team Coach, here with us this week. Debbie, thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be back. Well, I know you, you co-hosted way before Philip and my time, so we're, we're happy to, to have a fellow co-host on the show. Maybe not way before, a little bit before. <laughs> okay, good point. Kind. They're kind to our guests. <laughs> okay. 
Well, Debbie, you were here last week. There was a, a, a wonderful meeting that was held here during uh, the North American Young Rider Championships at the USDF office. And yourself, Robert Dover, Scott Hassler, and Jeremy Steinberg, all the U.S. team coaches were here. And um, you all presented uh, a roadmap for the U.S. dressage team, and it was called The Road to the Podium. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that meeting was about and what the plan is for the U.S.? Yes, I'd be happy to. Basically, um, you know, all of us as the coaches are just really trying to focus on getting the U.S. back on the podium. I mean, that is the bottom line. And why we have come to a lull when we were so successful for so many years as far as, you know, meddling at the Olympic Games. World Equestrian Games. We've always done very well at the Pan Ams, but it, it seems that we've kind of fallen off a little bit in the, in the last few years. And, um, what it is going to take to get back to that place. And, um, I think we all feel very strongly that, uh, the youth is going to play a huge role in that. And I think the focus is getting greater and greater on the ponies, juniors, young riders, and the under 25. Um, so I think that a lot of emphasis is going to start heading more in that direction, which is exactly the way it needs to be. And, um, you know, as far as, as, as what we need to do, we want to work together as coaches. We want everybody to be feeding this pipeline. So we start with Jeremy. I mean, we basically start with Scott, who is working with young horses, but he's Basically, you know, finding the great young horses, and then those horses go through the programs. I mean, they go through the young horse divisions up through the developing. Then they hit into my my, which is my field, and then hopefully into which will end up becoming um, Robert's program, which is the elite. So, um, you know, we start there basically with with Scott. And then we go into Jeremy's, which, if you want to say, that can also be the bottom because we start with, we're starting to get more involved with ponies um, and, the, you know, just the youth in general um, and the young riders. Jeremy's got some great plans in place for his program and um, really working quite closely with the kids. And he, his real concern is... Um, after they kind of go out of young riders, there's always that lull where they kind of feel like they, they're lost. And this is where we lose several riders. Some we know we're going to lose. going to go off to college. Um, parents won't support them through that. And they really don't have great ambitions to become professionals in our field for, for the rest of their life. So, you know, at some point we try to determine those that want to make this a career for themselves, we would need to get the better education. Um, this also brings in the, you know, certification programs for the, the trainers, which will also play a huge role, hopefully, as we progress in the future, um, making these more, our trainers and coaches actually, um, like they do in Europe, right? basically, um, have to go through programs and be certified. And then, um, and make it more like, 
not just anybody can hang a shingle. They have to be a little more proven. And, and I think that is a huge place to go. Again, we're looking eight years, 10 years down the road, but it's going to take a while. But, you know, everything takes a little while to see progress. And then, um, so we've got Jeremy's program that, you know, is, is really um, a very, very, very important role in what's coming up into then will become my program, which is the developing. And basically, um, you know, that's another, you know, we can talk about my program in particular a little later. So we feed through my program and then, um, and then we step it up into the elite. And this is where we are really hoping that we get these young riders to really know that we are in their court. We're really working hard to get, fun, you know, more funding for clinics and things like that in place and um, and make them really feel that they are important because they really are the future for the U.S. Debbie, can you talk a little bit about some of the specifics about, you know, maybe on in short term and long term about what what you guys are doing and what the plans are, you know, whether it be young horses or young riders or, or all the way up through the elite, what's, what's the plan? Well, like for instance, um, uh, this year, uh, a plan, a plan of mine, um, was to actually be able to, uh, find some people and combinations that would be very valid at the moment to represent the U S and try to help them get a plan in place and go over to Europe and and make a presence in Europe again. I mean, it's really important that we do that because we have backed away from that a little bit. And um, and it's I think that is really a very key factor in success is getting everybody a little bit more over to Europe and showing and knowing that there's an, a U.S. presence there. So um, I know that was a goal for Robert as well, and it has become very successful already this year. Um, the, the tour that's happened so far um, with the riders that have gone over there, I, I'm sure you've heard some of the results, but we've had some um, great showing for the U.S., considering we haven't been over there in a few years. And yeah, no, I think, Debbie, just, so I, I, just if I could just... Sorry to break in here just quickly. No, no. I mean, the point has been made that, that uh, you have to go to Europe to show. Um, I think a lot of people talk about that. Maybe you can break it down for our listeners, you know, a lot of amateur riders. Why is it important for the judges to see in Europe? Why is it important to compete against the best of the best? I think there, right. there's a, maybe a little bit of a disconnect about, you know, everybody talks about doing that, but why is that so important? Well, it's important for, for a few reasons. One, it's important for our riders to go over there to really get a sense of what is winning. I think, you know, you can always be a big fish in a little pond, but then you step over there and not only are the atmospheres incredibly intimidating, but um, the quality of what we will say is the good extended trot. I can remember going over when I hadn't been over in like four years and going, oh, I really need to step that up because what I was thinking was sufficient and getting a decent score, which I thought, you know, was a decent score, really was not up to par. And I think that sometimes we don't see that enough. 
And there's nothing better than to live and breathe around good, good quality riding and um, horses that are doing, you know, getting the 80% over there. Um, you know, when you don't live in that atmosphere, it really is a huge difference going there. It's important that the judges see everybody more on, you know, like everybody on the same day, not the, going to the U.S. for a show and then going to Aachen and then going to Hickstead. When you see everybody on the same playing field, then you really get a true sense of how everybody stacks up. And that needs to happen more through, um, you know, a little more of the team competitions like the CDIOs like Aachen has. And I think actually there's plans that we're going to have them in Florida this year, which is this coming year, which is, is really exciting. Um, so for those reasons, just nerves, horses for the environment. I mean, how many places in our country do we get 30,000 people? That watch um, and the electricity going into, like, let's say a World Cup environment. We can't duplicate that here. There's just no duplicating it. So it really, there really is no shortcut than having to go over there and really show with them. Does right, that and there's sort of answer your question. No, that's great. And there's, you know, there's been some wonderful examples this year of, of Caroline Rothman is, is a great example coming out of your program. So Debbie, talk to us a little bit about what your specific role is and what your plan is for the develop as a developing coach. Well, um, in the past years for me um, as a developing coach, it's been a bit frustrating because the funding was always, it, it varied. If it was an Olympic year or a WEG year, my funding would get pulled and the program would drop. And if it wasn't, then they'd put in the money and I could go and I'd do, I would say, maybe six clinics um, around the country, two-day clinics. And, um, you know, even though people enjoyed them and loved them, I kept thinking, okay, really in honesty, honest, honesty, I can't say that that is going to change anybody. And so... I was really fortunate to have Akiko Yamasaki come in and um, decide to, to put some money into the developing program. And it's, an, it's enough that it will continue even on a WEG or an Olympic year. Um, it's not enough yet for me to do what I really want to do, so I really am fighting to get more sponsorship put into it. But, but now what I'm doing is I really thought what how can I make a difference? I mean, really, what is it going to take for me to make an impact on somebody's career? And I'm not a coach as far as I'm not their coach, but I'm a coach in the sense that I'm trying to help them put plans in place, um, you know, give them ideas, uh, let them know, yes, I do feel they're ready to go over in Europe and, and they do need to jump out there as scary as it sounds try to help them if they don't already have a trainer, help them find one that would fit with their program. Um, and so for me, that and the education part of it. So like, let's say um, they 
don't have a full-time trainer. Well, maybe now with this program, I'm able to give out at the, you know, I'm going to say around September, I'll be able to give out two grants. And they're substantial. I don't know the exact amount of money right now, but it's, you know, going to be around 25000 I think. Um, and it's still not enough, but it's a start. And we have to start somewhere. And that can then give maybe a very promising combination that wants to just go over and train, to train, or a combination that really is ready to show the opportunity to help them get over there and start to do that a little bit. So um, for me, it's much more exciting and more motivating because what I do then is I observe, I'm going to be observing or have observed eight shows this year. Two were in Florida, two were in California, I think we did Houston, and I'm just going to go do the Developing Horse Championships in August, Sauger Teeth and the Festival of Champions. And then I have selectors, which are Ann Gribbons, London Gray, Scott Hassler, Jeremy Steinberg, and myself. And um, we have, there's two of us at each show. And one of us does the show arena, one of us does the warm-up. And I do that because I've been doing this long enough to know that you, if you want to be representing your country, you need to have a way about you in the warm-up that isn't offensive and has a plan and can work through issues that might come up in a warm-up without looking too aggressive. So for me, the warm-up is really, uh, you know, a very important part of the, the whole deal. Then, of course, um, we want to see what happens in the show arena. So we both take notes, and then those all come to me after the show's over, and I keep records all through the shows through the year, and um, and then we decide, I watch the scores, because, of course, the valid scores are very important. Yes, I watch the people that are coming up that look like they have potential, but maybe aren't there at the moment, and they stay on my radar, but the ones that I am responsible for are ones that can go over and go to the European shows pretty darn soon. So those are the riders that really are the ones that, that get that look and usually are invited into a mandatory training session. And what happens in that training session is basically, um, you know, I invite the trainer of the rider to come, and so far it's worked out fantastic, um, talking with them about their plans and um, helping them decide, you know, where they should go, what shows, those kind of things that are so incredibly helpful to have somebody, if you don't and have never done this, you're kind of lost and you just don't know where to go. But this is where I feel like at least now I can be a little more helpful and trying to guide somebody along that that might not have a trainer that can help them in that way. This all sounds like really exciting and very like a very good, well laid out plan. Is there anything else that came out of the meetings that uh, that you want to talk about, Debbie? No, I think you know what I do think is happening. Um, I mean, the enthusiasm that Robert is bringing to the table right now is is really. Um, 
how can I put it? It's really, it's heartfelt for sure. I mean, he really wants to see us back on the podium. And he's pretty much willing to do anything he can to make it happen as far as fundraising and things like that. He's already proven that before he really even got the job. He did a fundraiser in Florida, which actually helped subsidize the riders that are over there right now showing. Um, and otherwise, there were a few riders that were given a little bit of money through USCF, but it wasn't really enough to barely get back and forth with your horse. So he he made it his mission to go out there and make a fundraiser, and he did it. And for that, now we have probably, I think there's 10 combinations that are over there right now. So, you know, we need somebody like this that's going to fight and really fight for what we need to do. And he knows. I mean, he's been on how many Olympic Games? Um, so he, he definitely knows what it takes to get there. And it was it was really apparent to at the meeting. He was and, and all the coaches um, were very passionate and and seemed to really believe in the program and want to make it happen. So, um, if for any of our listeners that want to get some more information, you can go to the USCF website. And uh, Robert did a presentation uh, that's on the USCF network where you can get more information. And as Debbie mentioned, fundraising's a huge part of this to help the riders and horses as they come through. Um, the, the, the whole pipeline. So Debbie, thank you so much for your time and your energy today and, and, t- you know, teaching oh, us what awesome. happened and we'd love to have you back on and kind of as a, as a report on how things are going. Absolutely. I'd love to come back. Um, like I said, um, after the developing horse championships, I think soon after that we will be, um, you know, awarding the grants. So it might be a fun little, you know, time to come back and let you know how, what we decided and, and what people ended up with those grants and what the plans are. That sounds great. <laughs> we'll take you up on that. Okay. Sounds great. Well, that was a great interview from Debbie McDonald and we look forward to having some more updates here in the future. Um, and after this commercial break from Kentucky Performance Products, we're going to meet Aiden Uller, the double gold medalist from the Young Rider Championships this last week. Choose Kentucky Performance Products Supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to KPP. This week, I want to speak with you about Elevate Maintenance Powder. This time of year, horses are consuming very little grass and may not be able to get enough natural vitamin E. Horses in rigors training, seniors, broodmares, and stallions often require additional levels of vitamin E to meet their needs. When you need to supplement with natural vitamin E, choose Elevate Maintenance Powder. Affordable, effective, and research-proven, Elevate Maintenance Powder's vitamin E is nature's most powerful antioxidant, protecting your horse on the cellular level. Elevate Maintenance Powder supports the strong immune system and healthy muscle function necessary for top performance. It's affordable, it's easy to feed, and you can learn more about this and all their other products at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. Well, it is my pleasure to introduce this year's NAYRC double gold medalist and team silver medalist, Aiden Ullier. Aiden, welcome to the show. 
Thank you. I'm glad you have had the time to have me. It was fantastic. Well, we enjoyed. Aiden actually spent the week, uh, about 10 days actually, with us here at Maple Crest Farm before we headed over to the horse show grounds. So I got to meet you, and I was so excited. I was going to have you on the show anyways because you're adorable. (laughs) But it's even better to have you as the double gold medalist and team silver medalist. So tell us about your... Yeah, tell us about your time here in Kentucky. Well, I mean, if I didn't stay at your barn, it would have been crazy stressful. Your barn is fantastic, and I'm so glad you could have me there. And dealing with Shapur and him being dehydrated and everything and having Dr. Newton come out and check on him, it was an intense first week there. But it definitely, I really appreciated that you were there to help me out with him <laughs> and his Well, we, we had a, we a great time, and, and we uh, we had a great time. So tell us, once we sort of left here at the farm, you were here 10 days, and what happened once you got to the horse park? Well, it was definitely a totally different atmosphere there. Everything was getting set up still, and just all the horses were arriving, not just the dressage horses. It was jumpers and the eventers and the rainers. And it was, it's just such a whole different level of horse show at this uh, NADORC. It's so intense. And I, mean, I get a little bit nervous whenever I first get there. And it's gotten a little worse over the years whenever the competition's getting uh, higher, higher stakes. But I've kind of learned how to deal with my stressors and just avoid everybody who, like, freaks me out and I just go in my own zone and I focus and it's definitely, I've learned some ways to control my stressing out, (laughs) but it's a beautiful facility and I absolutely love it. And I was so glad that the horse park was able to have the show there. Aiden, maybe you can tell us everything about, uh, about your horse that you competed at uh, this year. Shapur, he is my love bug. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you know, a girl always, I mean, they're completely in love with their horses, and I'm so glad to have him. He's my rock, and I, you know, they always, you have to build a bond with your horse. You can't just go show up and ride him for the day and then put him away. It's not like a soccer ball, and you can just mess with them whenever you want and then just put them away because you actually have to take care of them, and so... Now that I have to, I now I've spent time with him after these past uh, two and a half years. You really learn like his personality and how they act around all these different <laughs> situations and stuff. And it's it's quite we're we're a good team, and I really enjoy the teamwork. You have to have a horse that wants to work for you, not just you know riding some random horse and doing well and or not doing well because they don't want to work for you if you don't have love and a bond with them. So Aiden, tell us a little bit about your story. You have a great story because uh, last year you won the gold medal as a junior rider and then you formulated a really um, interesting plan with your mom and your grandma and Jeremy Steinberg. How did that work? And, And tell us a little bit about what you've done over the last year. Well, since last year at Kentucky, I, we actually decided to move up to train with Jeremy uh, at the horse show and ship Shapur directly from Kentucky to Washington. 
and I had two weeks to pack everything and leave to <laughs> some one-bedroom apartment and with my grandma, and my grandma was graciously dropped everything, too, and came to live with me, and we've, <laughs> it's really nice to have a, getting to know my grandma a lot more, and we, it's, it's really sweet since she's just, <laughs> she does so much for me, and I really appreciate her, but, uh, working with Jeremy is crazy awesome, <laughs> and not just Jeremy, we have Chantel Bryant, too, and she's, like, my co-trainer, and it's kind of this good cop, bad cop routine, so you can kind of tell who's the bad cop, the one that kicks the butt most of the time. <laughs> Jeremy, can, Jeremy can be a little, uh, what is it, uh, you know, the bad cop, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> it definitely gets me on some points where I, I lack focus and I need to, uh, I need to really buckle down and get things done and just be a better rider. He definitely kicks me in the butt for that. But riding here, it's just a beautiful facility, and I really love the people and just the whole atmosphere. It's totally different than Texas, and I love it. And, you know, Washington is a totally different place than Texas. It's green and luscious. (laughs) Texas is brown and dry and 115 degrees all summer. (laughs) <laughs> so Aiden, tell us a little bit about sort of what happened on, on each test. You did your team test first on Wednesday and it was an extremely hot day here. It was, I think the oh. heat ex- index was for sure over a hundred. So tell us a little bit about your team day. My team day, it was brutal hot. I, we had this ice bucket, uh, just Jessica Hainsworth. She was my groom and she <laughs> was dousing Shapur in ice water uh, throughout our warm-up and right before we go in, and me too. <laughs> they had my, I had my own sponge, and they would wipe down my arms and my face, and it just felt so refreshing. As soon as you, the cold water hits you, it's like this breath of fresh air and kind of revitalizes you. But the team day, I, I think I could have been more accurate, definitely, with my <laughs> eight meter circles, which kind of were a little bit bigger than eight meters, but that's just, it was the first day, and usually he does, Shapur does a lot better on the second and third days, because we get used to the arena and that whole uh, environment, and I definitely, I need a test run usually before my next few days, and the team test definitely warms me up for individual and freestyle. My test, it was, it could have used a little more power. Shapur was a little behind my leg because he gets, he gets stage fright occasionally. And instead of being all super powerful and prancy, he tends to, uh, he, <laughs> he just shortens and kind of is like, oh my gosh, it's so scary. I don't want to go over there, but no, I got to listen. And he just, he kind of goes with it. So, Aiden, did you get to do any other uh, fun things while you were in Kentucky? Did you get to experience a little bit of the, of the Kentucky, you know, Lexington or any other parts of it? Well, we had our own parties, though, at our house. We rented a house um, down the street from the horse park. But we went only out uh, to dinner once to Portofino's. It was so delicious. <laughs> we showed up after... Place. Yeah, we showed up after my individual day, 
and just to celebrate. <laughs> we were still in our barn clothes and, and our hats and dirty clothes. And <laughs> the waitresses were like, uh, who are these people? And why are they bringing out all this dirt and odd smells into the restaurant? But the we had our own party at our house with the ice cream social for EDAP. And a whole bunch of people came. It was so much fun. And, you know, how girls like ice cream. I mean, come on. <laughs> we had our whole buffet table of candies and different uh, fruits and stuff for toppings. It was absolutely delicious. It and was. It was that, impressive. <laughs> it was an impressive yeah. party. I'm, I'm just going to say. It was wonderful. Yeah, we know how to throw a party. <laughs> we had so, played some pool and all this stuff and explored the caves in Kentucky. I didn't know that uh, Kentucky was uh, very popular for caves. Yes, big time popular. Huge caves. Huge Mammoth caves, caves even. Mammoth, ma- yes, <laughs> Mammoth cave. Yeah. So, Aiden, tell us a little bit about your freestyle. You had something interesting happen during your freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? My music went out. Yeah. Oh, that was so terrifying. Uh, I was going for my three tempies and my music just cut out and I couldn't hear anything. And I was just, I had this split second was like, should I stop or should I keep going? And I was like, no, I am finishing this test. I am not doing it over again. And I messed up on my three tempies. I went three to four and three to four and three. <laughs> Which, uh, I think Axel Sire, I listened to the commentary. He's like, I didn't know who was in charge of that, the horse or the rider, but it was kind of funny. I, but then we go across the diagonal extended and then come up center line, and I still didn't have my music until the corner before I come up center line, and I heard it, and it was right at the end where I should be halting, and I was like, on my music, done. And it was so lucky <laughs> that my music kept playing through and versus stopping, and then they had to like restart it. But I was so happy with my freestyle, uh, even with the music going out. I could not have asked for a better test. And Shapur was so on it. And we just loved the musical freestyles. The We had, like, this bluesy jazz music from the 30s. And it's <laughs> I always picture, like, a flapper uh, girl, you know, dancing with, like, what was that dance? Do you know what that dance is that they did back when? I have no idea what it's called. Glenn, you're Glenn, you're that old. Glenn, you're you the know? one. Yeah, you're that. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just I the just tango. Love the whole... Are you looking for the tango? The Charleston. Charleston. The Char- I think it's maybe the Charleston. Okay. Yeah. See, Philip came up just... with that. The old guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I just love that the oldies music and it just has so much character to it and it always gets me in like this good mood and I just want to start dancing on top of Shapur. But we, it, I like that it, it gives us just this freedom to do whatever we want. Freestyles are my favorite day. Favorite day. <laughs> I'm more artistic than calculating and, and structured. <laughs> Well, you did a beautiful job. So, Aiden, what's next for you? You can't. You've now won. You were the. You're the only rider to win juniors and young riders back to back years, which is amazing. Oh, um, so you it's can't beautiful. go back again, right? You're done at young riders I know. after you win. First and last year, first yeah. and last year at young riders. So what's <laughs> next? Um, I think I'm going to be doing 
uh, Young Rider Grand Prix after the Festival of Champions in October, I have to make another trip back to Kentucky <laughs> in, like, how many, I don't know how many months. I don't even know what day it is. I've gotten lost. <laughs> but I'm I'm really excited. Shapur is definitely, he's he definitely has the potential to go way further. And we have our Piaf going. He loves the Piaf. But he just needs, for Passage, he hasn't quite clicked yet that you can, like, move forward <laughs> and still have that suspended trot feeling. He just take, he'd rather have one or the other, the super collected or the super forward. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> well, Aiden, we wish you all the best luck, and I can't wait to see you in October and have you back here. No, oh my god! <laughs> but you literally just, just pulled into the driveway with Shapur. Literally, so it is. You, <laughs> yes. So we're gonna let you go, unload him, and and help your teammates out. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show, and we we would love to hear an update after the Festival of Champions. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, I guess if you're going to have house guests for 10 days, you want them to all be like Aiden, don't you? Yes, you do. We had a great time with her. She is just sweet. She is the sweetest, sweetest person, and her mom is even better. And her groom Jess was wonderful. So they really, really were a joy to have. And I look forward to having them back uh, for festival, and it will, it will be fun. So, um, and it, she's really um, a top-notch person, and somebody that I look forward to seeing her uh, and her career over the next, you know, several years. She's really a, a, a bright spot for the U.S. dressage So team. how old is she now? She's... She's 18. 18. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So then she's uh, graduating out. Of, of the, right. Yeah. Right. But you, once you win uh, the gold medal uh, at Young Riders, you cannot come back, actually. You're, you're done. Oh, so your butt's out of there. Yeah, they don't want you to come back. She was 21, right? Yep. Young Riders yep. until you're 21, but... Yeah, and I don't know if that's, I, I honestly don't know the rule if you can come with another horse. I would assume you probably can uh, come in with another horse, but once you win on one horse, I think you're done. You may be done overall. I'm not sure on that, ah, but. I don't know what the rule is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the rule is, but she can't come back on Shapur again, but she's coming back to Kentucky because again, in, in the fall, we have the Festival of Champions here. So another week of parties. I love it. So it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's all parties in Kentucky. All the time. I, I know. We it's all Reese it. does. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. all ever done. No yeah. You never see pictures of her working. You know, I know right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, I got Actually, some uh, listener love for you if you want it. Uh, Victoria. Victoria Mortimer posted that she loved the show with Doreen's interview. That I think that was from last week. Um, I know her and watched her work her little heart out. Well, that was the one for, with the uh, with the test, right? With the, uh, right, with the, the freestyle. freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was fun to listen to. She was obviously she was very good. passionate about it. Uh, she says she lives 90 minutes from the barn and comes out six days a week to work. Uh, so, you know, she, she works her butt off at this. Um, your freestyle interview gave her the confidence she needed to take the leap into something no one else at the farm could help her with. She plays your show at the barn, and now we are all fans. Oh, that's how we can get more fans. We need to send little little internet radios out to everybody and have them turn <laughs> it in the barn. That's it. They only can fu- they can only get one website and they have to crank it up so that it forces <laughs> well, people to listen. Yeah, that's right. right. That's the, app. the app. Yep. For. Well, now yep, with the so. app, yeah. If you had an iPod player, right, like a docking yeah. station, you just play it off the iPod. We just need to send speakers out to everybody. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And then I will need a phone that I can play the app on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on that, I guess. Maybe. Thank exactly. you, Victoria. We did get several other emails, too, uh, about all the different shows and... Uh, so we really appreciate that. I wanted to say thank you, everybody, uh, for that. Uh, we, we had an email uh, from Karen who said, Love Katie Pogan, her comments. Great radio show. I'm excited to hear more. So I think she was probably a new listener. Uh, and, you know, there's 215 past episodes you can go back and listen to as well. And you can do all of that just at... Katie was on, a, she was on an earlier one. So yep. you can search her, yes. search her name, yep. right? And yep. then you can just pick... Just and I think that's that. what she probably did and ended up listening mm-hmm. to the shows. That's one of the things we don't talk about very often. You can go to the website at dressageradio.com and there's a search thing up in the upper right-hand corner. So, like, if you like Debbie McDonald and want to hear some of the shows she did in the past, just search her name and all the episodes that she was on will be there or anything you you know anybody else you want to search for yeah that's really simple yeah yep very good great well next week we will not be next week is the para dressage show so we will miss everyone next week but we will be back in two weeks and you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website at dressageradio.com you can like like us on facebook just search dressage radio show follow us on twitter at horse radio my website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com, and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Horse Quencher and Kentucky Performance Products, and don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the Horse Radio, Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And I wanted to mention here real quick that we have some new shows that are going to be hitting the Horse Radio Network over the next two months. So stay tuned. We have some exciting things coming your way. Wow. (laughs) Well, everyone, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will be back in two weeks. 